are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday at 5 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Campus Beat. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. It's a real pleasure being in the studio today. I'm here with Jeremy Mosher. Hi there. Hi there, Dinah. Jeremy is the president of the Queen's University Alumni Association. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. And a, and a head of um, uh, homecoming, too. It must be such a busy time for you. It is a very busy time right now. Very exciting. <laughs> I'm really excited to talk to you today about some of the great things that the QUAA is going to be doing uh, uh, over Alumni Weekend, which is happening October 19th, 20th, and 21st. Uh, but before we get into uh, discussions about homecoming itself, perhaps you can tell us about yourself. Um, when you studied, uh, what did you study at Queen's? And uh, what are you doing now, career-wise? Sure. So I'm an economics 2008 grad. Um, back in 2004 in September, when I first got to Queens, uh, I actually met my wife on the very first day, and we were in the same resident, Watts too. And then uh, the rest is kind of history. Um, I started working with the Queen's School of Business. Uh, through that network, I ended up getting my first job in Calgary in finance. Uh, I don't think I've had a job since then that hasn't in some way been affiliated with the university and benefited from the network that uh, all of us alumni are a part of. Uh, and today I work at National Bank on their capital markets team in equity sales. Oh, wow. So what kinds of things did you learn at, uh, at Queen's and maybe some of the extracurricular activities too? Um, that you participated in while you were a student here. Uh, can you identify maybe some of those aspects that have contributed to your career pathway? Uh, so economics was a great background, and then I also took quite a few courses through the Queen's School of Business. Mm-hmm. Um, the job that I had while I was at Queen's uh, working with the Queen's School of Business MBA program, um, it, huge benefits in terms of being able to sit on, on some great lectures through that MBA program, and then also getting to meet uh, executives as they're coming back to learn, uh, but you get that opportunity to kind of pick their brain and understand how they they think about business decisions. Uh, and then finally, I was also really big in orientation week. So I was both a Gale and an OC. And I, I don't know if I learned a lot from that, but it was a, a, a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, now tell us about your role uh, with the Queen's University Alumni Association. And uh, what is QUAA and what does it do? Uh, so the Queen's University Alumni Association is a group that all alumni are a part of. So if you graduated from this university at any point in its history, then you're one of the 155,000 people that belong to the QUAA. Uh, today, I'm the president of the Queen's University Alumni Association. Uh, my path, um, when Andrew and I moved out to Calgary, uh, that's my wife, um, I started volunteering in their branch, first started planning events, then sort of worked my way into the executive, and then eventually became the president of that branch. And so in that community, we host somewhere, we hosted somewhere around 20 events a year and engaged maybe 500 alumni a year. Um, and then because I had uh, enjoyed being involved so much, uh, I then moved into the QUA board, and now I'm the president. And what we do is basically work with all the volunteer leaders in all of the different communities, so reunions, chapters, and branches, and do whatever we can to help them engage alumni. And what kinds of activities does the QUAA 
and its particular chapters, what kinds of activities are actually done? So inside the branches, uh, they host all sorts of activities. There is sort of intellectually stimulating activities, like New York's hosted mu uh, museum tours of things like the MoMA. Um, we bring guest speakers into different cities, and they talk about uh, different topics that are either controversial or particularly topical. Um, I, as an example, we've had like climate change talks and... Um, there's a professor named Professor Nozzle in the political studies uh, department. He's hosted talks on Trump. Mm -hmm. um, we also ho host networking sessions. So uh, if you're a professional in a given city, keep your eye out for those. Uh, you can uh, meet other alumni, and it's especially uh, valuable if you're looking to, say, career transition or get a job. Um, and then finally, we have sort of the more fun ones. So baseball games, hockey games, uh, theater, um, just different things that people find stimulating, but it doesn't always have to be intellectual. All right. Um, what advice do you have for Queen's alumni, regardless of their class year? Uh, what advice do you have for them uh, if they would like to stay connected to Queen's and with each other? So there's so many different ways to stay connected. Maybe the first thing that I'd say is give thought to what you're passionate about. Um, and so as an example, CFRC, I'm sure there's lots of alumni that are passionate about that, and I'm sure they stay engaged with the CFRC. Yes, so that's, that's a beautiful exercise right there. Um, it, another way to get involved is through the branch community. So if you happen to live in Calgary, Toronto, Edmonton, Fort McMurray, Vancouver, Hong Kong, San Francisco, like we have branches all over the world. Uh, keep your eye out for the events. And if you do want more information, visit the queensu.ca slash alumni homepage. And there's lots more information there. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, there's reunions. So every five and 10 years, we all try to come back and have a great time and celebrate uh, the institution and our time there. So keep your eye out for those. And then finally, there's the special interest groups. So things like the Queen's Black Alumni Chapter, uh, the Queen's Young Engineering Association, um, the Queen's Players hosts a number of great events in, in Toronto, and I know they've actually traveled a little bit too. So in terms of the special interest groups, I would encourage everyone to think about what they're passionate about and then find those specific ways to remain connected to the university. The ne next thing I'd like to learn a little bit more about from you, what kinds of volunteer opportunities uh, can uh, alumni uh, take advantage of with the QUAA and as, a, as a whole, let alone within various chapters? Yeah, so um, within the branch community, there, there are event planners. Um, so that's normally a way that somebody could initially get involved. Uh, but some of our larger branch communities will have marketing and communication roles, will have finance roles because the branches have their own budgets. Um, there's obviously leadership roles. There's HR-oriented roles. And so many of these organizations are almost functioning like their own mini businesses today. Um, and each branch does, in fact, in partnership with the university and the board, get to set its own vision. So um, for those that are entrepreneurial in nature, it's a great way to kind of to flex those interests as well. Um, beyond that, there's things like reunion coordinators. And so um, they're active every five and 10 years. Uh, but when they're active, it's a lot of heavy lifting. And so uh, if you're interested in that sort of time frame and you get to design your own programming, uh, again, quite entrepreneurial, quite interesting. 
And then finally, when it comes to things like the chapters and the constituencies, again, something like the Queen's Black Alumni chapter, this is pure entrepreneurialism. So if you have a particular interest and you don't think it's well represented within our, say, alumni constituencies, then you can start your own organization. So uh, recently, the Queen's Black Alumni chapter was started up, um, mainly because the leaders of that didn't think that their particular interests were being met. And uh, they're going to be kicking off their first event uh, during homecoming. Another great example is Queen's Players. These are people that are especially passionate about players, about drama, about singing. And so um, when they moved to Toronto, they felt the need to keep that going. And now it's just a part of the Toronto culture as well. It's amazing. So. And now, in your opinion, why should Queen's alumni stay connected to the university? And uh, in addition, what drives your own passion for staying involved? So for me, um, there's a few reasons. Um, Queen's, in a way, rescued me from a difficult family situation. So for me, coming to Queen's uh, was very special. It's where I met my wife. It's where I met her family. And that has, for me, created a little bit of indebtedness where I feel naturally like I should be giving back. Uh, A second piece is just the benefit that can be derived. So as I said earlier, I have yet to have a job or make a career transition that in some way didn't benefit from the Queens Alumni Network. My first job came about because I was working with the MBA program at Queens and I met uh, a CEO who brought me out to Calgary and changed my life. Uh, But even today, when I'm engaging with the Alumni Network, I'm learning things, I'm meeting people, and that in itself is so unique. I feel like at Queens, we all learned that collaboration is the thing that can make us better. Mm -hmm. And the alumni network is a very special way to keep that going. And now, uh, moving into our discussion uh, with one way to stay connected to that, uh, and I think it's everybody's favorite thing to do, homecoming weekend at Queens University. So what kinds of things uh, will QUAA be involved in and undertaking? this coming weekend, October 19th, 20th, and 21st, right here on Queen's campus. So many people are coming from everywhere. So more than 3,000 people are coming, and there, I think I have a document briefing that has seven, eight pages of events, so there is literally anything you could want to attend. Um, Dinah was just telling me that CFRC is hosting an open house, so maybe first of all, we should mention that one. Um, It's the, it's... It's the most fun one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe the football game is probably more fun. So Andrea and I are actually celebrating our 10 year this year. So we'll be attending our class reunion events. We also both give to health sciences and to the Queen's University Investment Council. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll be attending those events. We'll certainly be going to the football game and the parade out to uh, the football game. And then we're also going to the Tricolor Guard uh, reception in the evening, which is celebrating alumni who are celebrating uh, year 50 and older. And so that's always a great experience. Um, But beyond that, uh, there's also the Reunion Street Festival Mm -hmm. Um, on Union Street. uh, There is a secret band that's going to be playing that we're not allowed to tell you who it is yet, but I can (laughs) tell you you're going to love it. Um, And so, yes, there are many, (laughs) many events to attend, and that's just a sprinkling of some of the ones that uh, Andrea and I are most excited about. Okay. And so uh, for folks that are coming in uh, for this weekend or even thinking of making a last-minute decision to – to drive if they're within driving distance. Um, Where could they find information about uh, things that are happening that they would still be able to 
participate in. Absolutely. So the best places to collect information, first off, the website, so queensu.ca slash alumni slash homecoming. Uh, next, I'd also suggest uh, following the hashtag Queens Homecoming. Uh, no apostrophe in that. Sometimes that can be confusing. So follow that and you'll know all the things that are going on across homecoming in Kingston and globally, actually, because uh, many of our branches will be hosting affiliate local homecoming events. And then finally, you can show up to Grant Hall on Friday between 1 and 6 and on Saturday morning uh, and register on the spot if you haven't done so already. And they'll direct you to a host of really fun uh, activities that you can uh, check out on Friday and Saturday. All right. And don't forget to stop by and say hi to us. CFRC will also be at Grant Hall and have our open house all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see you that day. Uh, absolutely too. will. Okay, thank you for that, Jeremy. Do you have any last comments about Homecoming or QUAA that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Uh, yes. So I will wish everyone a safe and responsible homecoming. And I would like to just take a moment to remind everyone about the Joint Safety Initiative. Uh, so what that means, it's a partnership between the university and the city. And if you're issued a ticket, you have to attend the summons in person with a Justice of the Peace. Um, and so just be aware of these rule changes ahead of time. But again, the main focus is safe and responsible homecoming. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jeremy Mosher, for coming in today to CFRC to talk about the Queen's University Alumni Association, uh, all of its wonderful uh, chapter events and how to get involved, where to find uh, information about the chapters and all of the activities and volunteer opportunities, and of course, all of the great things that uh, you'll be engaged in over homecoming weekend. It's been a real pleasure. Yes, thank you for having me.